Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. Five seconds left in the in this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your neck. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. All of it is on the field. We're going to get the Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the opening line. We are your hosts, Wits and Roz. And as tradition on this show, we're going to make Wits wait just a moment because we're not the only things that are back this week. No, we have a spectacular guest, but that's also not the only thing that's back this week. March Madness is back this week. That's right, everybody. It is that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is your number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with the great contest, including the bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, to get started. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Wits, holding you off again. Mike Straface, welcome back to the show, friend of the show. Big Purdue fan. He's yeah, appreciate it. Boiler up. Boiler up. I do have a few, uh, a few things right off the bat here. Yeah. So I think I've, last time I was on the show was probably three years ago. Yes. And uh, you got a sponsor, Bet Online. Yeah, we, we've also That's had a little jewelry bit. sponsor. We, we're uh, with the Believe Network. We've been given sponsors. Do we get paid a lot? Absolutely not. Do we get paid, though? We do. We get a little bit of cash. Well, that's better than nothing. And then also, just want your listeners to know, the only reason I'm on this show is because Ethan uh, needed my YouTube TV password. And so he felt bad. The only reason he was going to ask me for it is because he was like, all right, well, I'll just have you on the show so it doesn't look like I haven't talked to you in seven months. It wasn't seven months. I just did the text. Hey, can I have your password? By the way, Mike, you didn't even respond in a fast enough period of time. I'm on a free trial basis right now on YouTube TV. I will be asking for YouTube TV at some point. Mike, Phone works both ways. As the as a famous person once said, <laughs> the phone works both ways. I was the last person to text you six months ago. So that's fair. That's fair. No, phone goes both ways. I didn't ask for anything though. I but know. no, I appreciate being on the show. Thank Buddy, you. I'll we'll throw another round of KFC in there, but we gotta get Wits to say something. Wits, how you doing today? Welcome back to your show. I'm doing great. I'm just glad I don't have to listen to you for the next half hour. We get a little little variety here. It's good to have Mike back. Uh, I'm sure he's got a lot of good things to say about the bracket. And I, I want to hear his take first off on Purdue. I mean, I think that's his team the last time I checked. So I want to get your thoughts, Mike, on uh, where Purdue's at in this bracket. Yeah, it's been an interesting, uh, interesting season. Kind of the first, the non-conference. We got all the way up to number one in the country. 
thought we were going to be a, a top seed back in February and kind of have slid, um, didn't win the Big Ten regular season, didn't win the Big Ten tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, they need to play a lot better than they've played the last two months um, if they really want to compete. And to be honest, their East region, I think, is the toughest. But, um, you know, definitely see what happens. Hey, Mike, I uh, last second in this pool that I just invited you to had to make a bonus bracket just for you because you thought I was a selfish pig coming on and just having you on for the YouTube account. Not that I was <laughs> talking to Lanahan about coming to Charlotte in the near future or anything, but since you thought I was using you, I did pick Purdue to win the championship in this bracket. One of my more fun-looking brackets I've got. I got Purdue. I was thinking about it. Kentucky, you saw how bad they shoot against Tennessee. We'll get into that as we get into the bracket. You've got the weakest number one in your bracket, uh, face. Purdue looks pretty good, if you have to ask me. UCLA, maybe a little bit of a test. They were in the Final Four last year, returned a lot of players. But I got to tell you, man, Purdue, offensively speaking, one of the best in the country. If their defense tightens up because they fucking suck. Sorry. Sorry, Straface. They fucking sucked in the Big Ten championship game. I think they've got a real chance, and I'm happy to be on the Boilermakers. Boiler up, baby. Boiler up. Wits, I think it's time. This is our time of year. Surface, I think it did this with us. You said three years ago, which is insane. You know what, Surface, it's actually sadder. It's longer than that. Unless I did have you on the show while we, I was out in L.A., I remember having you in, our, in the Wampler bedroom upstairs at our whatever gross 239 Stone Mill Street house. I remember doing those episodes with you. I forget, I forget what you needed at the time for me, but I did do one when I was living in Portland, and that was two, two plus years ago. So I'm thinking it just, and I don't think that was right at the end when I left. So face, three years. Didn't need anything from me. He was just holding over the fact that he comes to LA once and has to see, like deal with two earthquakes. I mean, he's the only person, the only time I've ever had an earthquake here is when Straface was in town. And I'm also at fault for that for some reason. Two in one weekend, that was definitely, yeah, I didn't know, obviously you heard about earthquakes, but when you're in the middle of one, you don't realize, yeah, the earth can move. It's not fun. <laughs> I think I'm out and coming to LA now. Yeah, that's, that, I mean, that was it for me. it's a sketchy thing, dude, but you're talking to cross-country Straface over here, renting a rental truck, and he says, what do I need from him? How about when he's driving in the dark in a giant rental truck across country? He needs somebody to speak to who's there to have a nice phone conversation with him for two hours. Also, Straface and I have a world record for longest phone conversation of over five hours. So I just want that to be prefaced and known on this show. So I'm not the bad guy asking for a YouTube.com account or YouTube TV account. No, just giving you a hard time. I appreciate it. Hey, another one, Xander, that while well, before we get back into sports, another one, I think Straface is the grandfather of making fun of me for this about being a sit peer. Uh, living in that 239 Stone Mill house, I was a big sit peer. I got a lot of shit for it, and I think Straface is like the cutting edge of giving me shit. I still love it. I still prefer to sit while I pee, but I just wanted to let you know where it comes, where the first bit of ridicule came from, Wits. Yeah, no, I gotcha. I thought, is March Madness show or talking about how you sit down when you pee? I sit down um, when I pee. Does that speak volumes about my potential brackets? Maybe. Uh, maybe you don't go with the sit peer. Maybe you go with the Wits or the Straface. You stand like a man at the urinal. Yeah, I kind of wanted to get Straface's thoughts on, you know, some other parts of this bracket here. Um, there's a lot of interesting teams, a lot of dark horse teams, but, um, you know, kind of final four shaping up here, Straface. What are your thoughts? I know East region is probably the toughest, but what are you thinking in the other three right now? 
Um, yeah, it's a little bit. So the just going up the the West, um, the two major seeds there, Gonzaga and Duke. But writing Gonzaga's sort of way there is, I think, probably the two of the best four or five seeds with Arkansas and UConn. Um, so that's sort of an early Sweet 16 matchup with Gonzaga, whether it's Arkansas. I feel like Arkansas and UConn are kind of the same type of teams, high-pressure defense. Both coaches are two of the most animated, uh, passionate coaches out <laughs> there. So that's kind of, kind of the whole bracket's filled with those teams that um, – you know, overall in college basketball, there haven't been any absolute world beaters, in my opinion. Um, and so kind of all over the bracket, anyone can get knocked down, I would say. But on that West, not a fan of Duke. They have a pretty easy road, I think, to the Elite Eight. But if you go back and look, their last, like, four games, um, they're giving up, like, 85 points a game. And so – and I don't know if that's Coach K uh, – packing it in here on the last uh, last season, making it all about himself, not really caring about the team, just worried about his speeches. He never makes it about himself. No, not at all. Um, and also, there was no senior night when UNC beat Duke for the last game of the season because it was Coach K night instead of senior night. That's right. Um, Although, do they have any they, seniors on that team? They had two. I mean, they didn't play the biggest role on the team, but – Do they help the yeah, academics? A senior is a senior. Um, but, yeah, so I don't think Duke can make it all the way to Final Four. They're giving up too many points um, a game. And so whether it's Davidson, Michigan State, Texas Tech, or Alabama, uh, or even, you know, the Rutgers-Notre Dame playing game, I think they'll get knocked off by one of those. So I think it's unless Gonzaga loses to a UConn or Arkansas, uh, you know, Gonzaga's in the West. Yeah, I go with that too. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Duke, but like your face said, um, you got a lot of good teams in that bracket. I, I think Texas Tech is a pretty good team as well. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting in the West. And you know, looking at the Midwest region, like kind of a random game here, but it seems like everybody and their mother is on South Dakota State to beat Providence. And I want to get your guys' thoughts. Um, when I start hearing everybody on the same side, you know, I was going to take South Dakota State, but now I'm kind of thinking about it a little bit more. It seems like everybody's picking this upset, so I want to get your guys' thoughts on the game um, well, against Providence. Well, before Straface jumps back in, he's doing a fantastic job of breaking down. Well, I, I came here to listen to Straface, not well, you. Way to, way to ask me about my West opinions, the Gonzaga. What about my opinions of Texas Tech that are so high? You know, I feel like Texas Tech – probably the best defensive team in that side of the bracket, has the best shot to knock off Duke. I know people are hating on Duke. Duke did beat Gonzaga earlier this year, so that matchup could be enticing to see round two of it. But I do believe in Texas Tech more so than this freshman-led Duke team. I mean, Paulo Banchero hasn't even been that spectacular. He might be – or Bancaro. He might be the number one overall pick. But, again, that just hasn't been the formula in recent years, having the number one prospects out of high school and then the number one overall picks. They haven't been developing champions. I mean, you look at last year's Baylor team, which was just a motley crew, basically. And you look at these Gonzaga teams who finally might be dipping their toes in it with Chet Holmgren or Hemgrim, whatever the fuck his name is. But I got to tell you, Texas Tech is my favorite, if you're asking me, outside of Gonzaga in the West. Now we can talk Midwest wits, and I'll take the lead here. Treface, Midwest, as he said, South Dakota State is everybody's favorite. I kind of love, love the fade there. I'm going Providence myself. If everyone's going to take the same upset pick, why would I need to be on there? Um, but the spread is only minus two for that game. 
I know that they're the best three-point shooting team and the best shooting team in the country, South Dakota State. But Providence, Providence is a feisty team. They've played in a lot of close games. And when it comes down to it, if it gets to minus two, I think they're the team that will hold, hold out and win in a close situation. Yeah, I guess two things. I hope you guys don't have a, uh, an absolute time limit. But because I wanted to go back to that Texas Tech for a second that you were no, mentioning. No time limit. All you. Uh, that would be, if they go end up going to the Final Four, that's a heck of a story with Chris Beard leaving Texas Tech and going to Texas and then still having Texas Tech as, you know, having a better season. And uh, I forget, I know they beat Texas at least once. I can't remember if they – beat them both times this year but that is that would be quite a story for texas tech to go further than texas with chris beer jumping ship and going to texas um sure. on the providence south dakota state interesting that's where providence i think they were picked to finish in the bottom two of the big east this year and came out of nowhere and had that you know first half first three quarters of the season were absolutely on fire they've kind of come back to uh to earth a little bit but even though everyone's taken South Dakota State, this is that this is the perfect sort of four thirteen matchup. Um, I think uh, for be honest, I don't even know. I assume South Dakota State has all seniors and probably all white. Um, so they're gonna be great shooting, great boxing out, and probably slow it down. Don't actually know any of these facts, but I assume that's what's gonna happen. So you're taking South Dakota State? Yeah. And now, question for you outside of that, since that's merely just one game, if either of those teams win they'll go play the hot Iowa team assuming they get past Richmond who knocked out University of Dayton from the tournament this year what do you what are your thoughts on the rest of that top portion of the field I know you got Kansas Creighton South Dakota State um, and then the hot Iowa team that I actually have going up against Kansas in the Sweet 16 and some brackets I have them going a little further but I do have a little bit of respect for Kansas which is bizarre because of how bad they've been in tournaments past um but what, is, what are your thoughts there at the top quadrant of the Midwest region? I think this is the easiest um, sort of uh, half of a uh, regional here. Uh, easiest road to the Elite Eight. Even though I just coming off the Big Ten uh, championship, they have not played consistent the entire year. They give up points, and they're pretty reliant on shooting, uh, especially with Johnny Davis, Bohannon. Um, a lot, they take a lot of jump shots. And so I really think this is kind of an easy road um, for Kansas City Elite And uh, Wits, I guess we'll lead you on the bottom here. Uh, Auburn, Wisconsin, the big headliners there. LSU now without Mike White, who got fired due to the situation at LSU. You got USC, Miami. Some I'm hearing liking Miami to potentially knock off Auburn. I'm hearing, hearing talks that the ACC, who's been devalued a little bit this year, might be the Pac-12 of this year. Um, we all know what happened with UCLA and a couple of the other programs there last year in March Madness. What are your thoughts here about the bottom portion of the Midwest? Yeah, I'm, I'm a really big fan of Auburn Roz, and I know some people are, are kind of jumping ship right now. They were pretty inconsistent near the end of the year, and they don't play very well um, away from home. So that, that does give me a little bit of pause, but I think there was a portion of the season when they, I think they got to the you know, number one overall ranking when, um, and when they're firing on all cylinders, I, I think they're the scariest team to me um, in the Midwest region. And I, I really like them. So it's, it's hard for me to take, you know, USC or Miami, uh, Wisconsin, Colgate, any of those teams against Auburn. So I've, I've got them in my elite eight. Um, but like you said, Miami could give them run for their money. 
Uh, I think Wisconsin's a team that we've kind of been talking about all year that could make a deep run in this tournament. But I like the other Big Ten team in this bracket. I like Iowa a lot. Um, Strapay's made a lot of good points about how they, they've had some inconsistencies this year. But you know, I'm looking for teams that are getting hot at the right time. And they, they remind me a little bit of the uh, Kemba Walker um, UConn team when they won the, the title as a three seed uh, after winning the Big East Conference Tournament. Um, so I think they're getting hot at the right time. And I think Kansas is the, the worst overall one seed. So I could see that being a pretty good game in the Sweet 16. Do either of you have hope for Wisconsin coming out of this bracket, Iowa coming out of this bracket, or Mr. Face, are you steadfast on the Kansas-Auburn outcome? No, I will. The, the bottom half of this regional is pretty interesting because you have what you have LSU, Wisconsin, um, or LSU, Iowa State, Wisconsin, um, USC, and Auburn all have spent time in the top 10 of the rankings this year. Um, was, then LSU, no will wait anymore. Iowa State has dropped off significantly since they started off very hot. Wisconsin's an interesting one because they seem to always win games in the tournament um, with, with it, the two Final Fours with Kaminsky and Decker. But even after that, they continue to win games, not winning the tournament or you haven't had a Final Four since then. Um, but all their games all season long have been close. They've tended, tended to win most of those. Um, but they go against Auburn, Auburn, you know, defense, um, I think would probably be too much. So I do kind of just unfortunately like Kansas and Auburn kind of go on scratch. Damn. All right. Wits, you, you're stuck on that scratch as well a little bit. Although you're, you're not a big, I'll probably think, what's up? You're not a big Kansas guy though. No, it's hard, hard for me to take Kansas. I feel like Bill Self hasn't won a, a tournament in 20 years. Um, they always find a way to disappoint you. So I'll, I'll probably take Kansas in a couple. I'll probably take Iowa in a couple brackets. But you know, I, I really like Auburn here, and um, I'm, I'm kind of getting in my own way. Don't, don't really have any other inputs on this side of the bracket. I do like Auburn. But um, let's move up a little bit to the south here. Uh, one team that I'm looking at that people said they got a little bit screwed on seeding, but as it shakes out with the bracket, I think they could have a pretty decent run to the Elite Eight, and that would be uh, the Tennessee Volunteers. Um, so I want to hear Strafaces' thoughts on whether or not this team is for real. I know they won, they won the SEC, um, but, you know, they have a shot to make it to the Final Four here with, you know, Arizona, um, Illinois, and, and Villanova in this side of the bracket. Yeah, this bracket is – or this regional is wide open. I'm looking at here Arizona, Houston, Illinois. I'm, it's going to be controversial, but I'll even throw in Michigan – Tennessee, Ohio State, you could even go crazy and say, you know, very Loyola, Chicago, Villanova, all I think legit going into this season in multiple parts of the season, all see themselves as Final Four contenders. And I really don't see um, a clear absolute favorite. I think who's ever playing, um, well, obviously whoever's playing best, but I, this is wide open. I think the South is anyone can uh, take that. No true dominant team in it. And at the end of the day, you don't really know how good the Pac-12 is. To be honest, I'm in bed most of the time by the time these games come on at 11 o'clock at night. I'm not, staying, till, not staying up till 1 in the morning on Tuesday to watch uh, UCLA play Oregon. I was just thinking that today, Straface, as I've got the first four games going on right now. Um, I For the first time in many years, I don't think I saw a single Arizona game. And what I mean by first time in many years is I don't think I've seen a first a number one seed. with Like, I, usually I see a number one seed 
on TV, whether it's prime time or some factor like that. Didn't see it once. I've never, I haven't watched an ounce of this Arizona team. I don't know any of the guys on this Arizona team. Just seeing highlights, they look bad, like in terms of a good way. They look like they're going to slam. They're going to play some defense. They're going to be a tough out. But again, I don't really know what to say about the Pac-12. My hatred towards the Pac-12 and all things football and basketball was very much wrong last year when it came to March Madness. Um, so I, I see why they're a hot pick. I have them going down to Houston. I think Houston's an underrated team. I know they play in the AAC, but I think they're a very, very athletic, good defense, strong scoring team. I'm all in on them going to the Final Four, actually. I have them playing Tennessee in the Elite Eight. Villanova. I mean, I think Houston's, Houston started off the season, preseason rank, like number eight. Right. Um, I forget the guy's name, but they did lose their sort of going into preseason best player. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're as good as anyone. They are. And Villanova to me, you can tell me I'm wrong. This could be one of those Roz moments. Seems like the weakest two in this tournament. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody start I, on that? I think, yeah, they, they seem like the weakest team, but – you know, Jay Wright won two national championships. Um, he seems to put it together at the right time. So, I mean, with a guy like Gillespie leading the way, um, I would I would say, I, you know, on paper they are the weakest team, but they, they do give me a little bit of a scare. You know, I think Tennessee, you know, my sweet 16 would be Tennessee taking down Villanova in the south region. Um, but they're a feisty team. Uh, I think they'll end up faring better than – uh, Duke will in the tournament for, for whatever that's worth. But I, I do like the volunteers and Roz, I agree with you here. I, I like Houston. I think they're a feisty team in Arizona. Uh, it's it's kind of like Mike Trout, right? I hear how good he is, but he's on TV so late. I never get to see him play. Um, so Arizona, I think if they're playing their best basketball should make it to the final four here, but that's the thing about the tournament. Uh, you never know when a team's going to lay an egg and I don't think that they're good enough to get by on the talent alone, especially with, you know, some of the teams you guys mentioned in this bracket, even looking as far down as Michigan, which a lot of people thought didn't deserve to get in. I was one of those people, but now that they're here, if they were able to make a run, um, it's going to be, I think the South to me is the most interesting out of the regions. I wouldn't say the best, but I think it'll be the, the most up for grabs. Yeah. I mean, it's just filled with Michigan, you know, again, going into the season, highly touted, Juwan Howard's supposed to be the next big coach. And then they have Hunter Dickinson returning after, um, you know, they went to the Final Four last year, right? Or Elite Eight. Michigan. Uh, I think they went to the – it's a great question. I thought they went to the Final Four. I thought Juwan – Yeah, I thought it was Final they Four. Were, they were one seed last year and returned pretty much everyone. And so, yeah, they just had to be terribly inconsistent this year. I'm slightly biased because they – the only game Purdue actually lost lost this year um, was against Michigan. They got blown out. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think they're uh, a matchup, matchup nightmare with um, Dickinson plays Purdue. He hits four threes each time. <laughs> He's long, athletic, and has a great back-to-the-best game. And look at Ohio State. I mean, they have E.J. Liddell, who is, you know, top five players in the Big Ten as well. Um, that eight times they beat Duke earlier in the season. You know, this, the South is really just made up of these teams that all think that they um, should be in the Final Four. Illinois, Kofi Coburn, um, Big Ten regular season co-champs. Uh, very good team. Wouldn't want to play, you know, them in this tournament. Unless you're Chattanooga, who's going to come in there and shock the world with their new version of Steph Curry. Dude, you are still to this day, from the time I lived with you at Dayton, the biggest Big Ten 
fan I've ever seen. I mean, it, it, you are just chalk on the board with the Big Ten. I know their numbers don't look that way with a 7 and 11 for Michigan, but I think you ride, you ride the Big Ten harder than I've ever seen. I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, they were all, the, the Big Ten really beat up itself this year. At the end of the day, they all had a pretty good. Last year in the tournament, Straface, that was one of the more notable things is how bad the Big Ten was in the tournament last year. When was the last time yeah, that they was, had a champion? That was interesting. That was uh, supposed to be the greatest Big Ten, you know, season ever. And then every single team dropped a dud, I guess, except for Michigan. So that makes me think Michigan didn't go to the Final Four. I'm thinking they're leading now. And that was the last team. Yeah, I think they lost to Houston, didn't they? Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, before we let you go, before we let everybody go, I just realized Wits dropped off. Um, give me your final four, Shreface, and then if you don't have that off the top, or just give me a champ person you think is going to win it all. Mm, I mean, I think the final is Gonzaga-Kansas. Um, you think it's Gonzaga-Kansas? Yeah, and then give me – and I don't know. I mean, I just want to say Purdue and then um, – then just give me the Big Ten field in the South. So give me Illinois, Michigan, Ohio <laughs> State. If you're saying I'm such a homer, I'll take all three of those teams or either one of those three teams to come out of the South. Um, but realistically, I do think Kentucky is going to be coming out of the East instead of Purdue. Um, that power forward was in Oscar and Beakway. Um, I have, a Kentucky, I have a Kentucky champion for sure. That was actually my – He averages 17 points and 15 rebounds. He is just a man. And if he, he can get people in foul trouble, I think he averages like seven offensive rebounds a game. And that, that's what wins, wins games day in, day out, especially when a lot of these games are going to be one-possession games. Stuff like that is what um, helps you win and get people in the foul trouble. This feels like a Calipari year to some degree, so we will see. I mean, Mark Few is due. Maybe third time is a charm. Uh, but I'm excited for March Madness. Mike, you're more than welcome to come back next week as we break down the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. Don't think I'm using you for your YouTube TV. Um, Wits, unfortunately, phone died, so he's out. I'll tell you, he picked um, – who did he pick to win the national title? I think he picked uh, – I think Arizona and one of them. Um, so we'll see. Ten he does like Tennessee. He likes Auburn a lot. I think those are his three champions. And uh, anything anything left to say, Strafe? Any goodbye notes? Any other jabs you want to take? No, I'm all good. No, I appreciate you having me on. Um, had to throw a few things out there at the beginning, um, but no, this was fun. Enjoy talking uh, college basketball. Dude, and that's what you're supposed to be here for, your college basketball correspondent, and there's no better time of year to have it. This has been the opening line with your host, Wits and Roz. Mike face joining the show today. Go to Bet Online, get that 50% discount, not discount, 50% pro or bonus, and uh, use B L E A V to do it.
To believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.